Do you like smelling candles that remind you of theme park rides, theme park snacks, and theme park fun? You know, without all the sweaty, smelly children around? So do we. Go to ParkSense.com and save 20% off using the code BINGE20 at checkout. ParkSense.com has candles, room sprays, wax melts, and oils. If you like your room smelling like the E.T. ride at Universal, ParkSense is your man. Just go to ParkSense.com, buy some loot, and use the code BINGE20 at checkout for 20% off your entire order. That's BINGE20 at checkout for 20% off. ParkSense.com. Made by fans for the fans. Welcome to the first free two hours of the BingeCast on the Binge Media Podcast Network. All of our listeners receive the first two hours of the BingeCast for free, while premium members receive the full binge. The entire four-hour show available exclusively at patreon.com slash binge media. And they'll get early access to the show 24 hours before everyone else. For only $5 a month, premium members also get access to exclusive shows, drinking shot recipes, and our monthly happy hour on Discord. Sign up at patreon.com slash binge media to join us today for only $5 a month. And now, the binge cast. What did you Hello, everyone. Welcome to the binge cast. Well, it starts an innocent weekend night, and it's motherfucking bitch cast time. We may act a little silly, cause we have some drinks and we sing along to the sounders that are made from the radio songs. Can't wait for the pee break. What did Law watch this week? I'm sure Alex has some TV. Leave us a voicemail just to say hello. It's time for the binge cast show. We probably drink 40 beers or so. And in the morning we're a real hot mess Waking up next to bottles of piss Uh, terrorism Can't wait to do it all again Watching movies out of four on tens We got so drunk it's like memento Whistle. It's the binge cash show Whistle Whistle Let's start the show Oh, deep voice guy. Thank you. Welcome, everybody, to The Binge Cast on BingeMedia.net. I'm your host, Alex and Sarah. That's right. I'm here alone, all by my lonesome. Only the bony. Welcome to a very special edition, best of, of The Binge Cast. That's right. Actually, today we're going to be doing, you know, catch up on some voicemails, this week's full binge is a commentary that Pete and I did for Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, continuing our trek through the Apes trilogy, the new Apes trilogy. You know, Matt Reeves is helming Dawn. We all know Pete's a huge Matt Reeves fan, as am I. He's part of the Bad Robot crew. And, you know, he's got a little bit of that J.J. shine on him. A little bit of that shine lens flare all over him. That lens flare dust is all over fucking Matt Reeves. So he gets a lot of goodwill just because, um, you know, he's been in the same room as J.J. That's a big deal. And you got to imagine that he was a big part or at least helped in shaping J.J.'s uh, lens flare vision. At least that's what I like to think. So that's coming up on the full binge. What's the full binge, you may ask? Well, the full binge is uh, part of our Patreon. So it's patreon.com slash binge media. Five bucks a month gets you the full 
binge. And that is the second half of the binge cast. That's right. We do exclusive content over there on Patreon. Typically, we do some uh, tournaments, movie tournaments. Last week, we did the Bill Murray movie tournament for the full binge. And actually, the free binge was the Eddie Murphy tournament. You guys seem to like that. That was awesome. Some controversy, for sure. Always with the tournaments. The controversy isn't so much these days about the films getting through, but our like picking prowess and styles. Laws trying to institute a pass rule, which Pete and I passed on. And it, the criteria is starting to become really, really creative. So these tournaments these days, they've evolved from when we first started. You know, those are fun when we first started. Now they're just, they're, they're crazy. It's crazy town. It's crazy town USA when we do tournaments. And that's part of the full binge. Five bucks a month gets you tournaments, commentaries. And like I said, this week we have the dawn of the apes, dawn of the rise of the rise of the planet of the war of the apes. The second one. I really wish they cut down that title because it's a mouthful. Tell you that. And I got a little teaser preview of the dawn of the rise of the planet of the war of the apes with Pete and myself. So here's a little sample clip of that. This guy's, this guy's my boy. The rapes. <laughs> Stop yelling. <laughs> Look at Gare. Uh, fucking Gary Oldman signed on for this, right? Love Look at it. Fucking Gare. I never know how old Gary Oldman is. If you said that he, this same year he filmed The Professional, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> and he's in like all he... eight Harry Potter movies. In, <laughs> Didn't age at all, man. <clears throat> and then he did that Book of Eli movie with fucking Denzel. I'm like, there's got to be four of this guy because he just like looks different in every movie and he's in a lot of shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do love no, Gary Oldman, <clears throat> And he seems like an actor that just fucking <clears throat> loves to play. Just loves to work. Yeah, yeah. I, I was yeah, trying to find a way to like f- formulate a thought around that. But that, that's what I was thinking is that he does work a lot. And like he'll do, you know, the fucking Fincher movies. Mm-hmm. And then he'll do... You know, a blockbuster, like a summer box office popcorn movie like this. Yeah. And it just, you know, it seems like he treats it like the same. It's just like work. Yeah. But he loves it. Like, he's fucking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he loves I want to see him in a comedy. Just a fucking straight up comedy. <laughs> yeah, I think he could do it, though. I think, he, mm-hmm. I think he's got the chops for it. Definitely. Because he had, uh, if I remember correctly, some funny moments in um, fucking Mank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He had some funny moments in that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he's in the Hitman's Bodyguard. I'm looking at that. I'm wondering if he plays that Yikes. as a comedy or he's dead serious in that. Mm-hmm. But there we go. He's like picking shit like that to do. He just fucking has fun. I guess he was kind of goofy in Fifth Element, too. Oh, true, yeah. Still a villain, though. True. <laughs> These apes are having the same conversation as us right now by Gary Oldman. 
Leon's the best movie. No. Fifth Element. His turn as fucking <laughs> Lieutenant Gordon is best. <laughs> it was understated. It was a smaller role, but it's still great. <laughs> All right. So he did Hitman's wife's bodyguard. Not a big deal. Did Mank. Mm-hmm. He's also in Oppenheimer, so we got to give him a shot. <laughs> yeah. Plays uh, Harry Truman, it looks like. Mm-hmm. And his funniest turn yet. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest Truman you'll ever see on screen. Gary Oldman as Harry S. Truman. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Oppenheimer's a just flat out. Comedy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like airplane or something. Mm-hmm. Damn, I would have fucking brushed up on my ASL. I see. If I'd known yeah. that this didn't fucking have subtitles. That's all right. Anytime we don't know what they're saying, we'll just... We'll fill in the blanks. Perfect. <clears throat> or we'll just say, like, live together or die alone. Apes for life. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much their whole stance on living right now. Man, he's got a fucking angry face. Oh, yeah. He's got that I want to speak to a manager face. Fucking Caesar Karen or Karen Caesar? Hell yeah. I love the shirts that Jason Clark's got on, the the Henleys. Like, oh yeah, yeah, big fan of those. Yeah, they're always like um, end of the world shirts. (laughs) Right, right? Definitely, yeah. Or some kind of like uh, adventure shirt. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't seen um, what the fuck is that Mark Wahlberg uh, adventure movie like Indiana Jones with fucking Spider Man last year. Like I just oh feel like yeah, they're both, yeah. They're both in like Henleys like this shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I I I have three of them, so I feel like I'm a doomsday prepper at this point. Dude. <laughs> I'm ready for the apocalypse. I got three Henleys. I'm ready to go. You're three days ahead of me. I don't have one Henley. I used to have them. And then I wore them as work shirts, which I thought was the right thing to do. But now, they're never, they're never one color. Andy, is that you? (laughs) (laughs) (gasps) No, we don't need subs anymore. Yeah, we need these apes evolved another few years so that there's no subtitles. Yeah, I think, is that the next movie? I think so, yeah. Hey, don't keep it secrets with uh, sign language, okay? Yeah. Fucking apes. 
do we know what's keeping um these humans from not dying wasn't from the virus do they have some kind of answer yeah i don't know i'm sure they said it or something while they're arguing in the car <laughs> yep we have three shots left you know something like that mm-hmm. we have three shots and 12 hours left <laughs> we need that ape serum now His little legs. They're so tiny. <laughs> Look at that torso. Oh, he's so fucking oh my God. <laughs> he's lengthy boy. <laughs> A lengthy torso boy. Very nice. I'd like to see him like kick the horse from its on its side. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like their Cobra Kai. And I'm talking about the karate kid um Halloween costumes. Yeah. The skeletons. Yeah, smart. I like so it. that was at least one movie that they saw before everything went to shit. Well, that's all you could ask for is that one. Uh. Oh, Uncharted. Let me look at this poster. Uh, yeah, I think... Oh, Tom Holland's got the Henley on, not Mark Wahlberg. All right, well, one of them did. Yeah. That's important. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. That's <laughs> silly. <laughs> they argued on who was wearing... Who, what character is going to wear the Henley. This is like a football coach halftime speech. Yeah. <laughs> We've been running up and down this field. You know, I don't care if we win. I just want you guys to have fun out there. But winning would certainly feel nice, wouldn't it, boys? Look, we're at a disadvantage. <laughs> we can't walk on our hands. We can't use throw each shit. one of our fucking. Uh, hands and feet to throw stuff, grab stuff. We're at a disadvantage. Would I know that? We're not new. We still got to get out there and kick our asses. We're wearing clothes and Henleys. They're nude. <laughs> I have a plan. The quarterback sneak. It just might work. <laughs> We're going to do a Statue of Liberty play. <laughs> because remember the Statue of Liberty was at the Planet of the Apes? <laughs> right. Spoiler alert. <laughs> there we go. Little sample clip of our dawn of the planet of the rise of the war of the apes. Right now, you can hear that. Actually, you can just fast forward through this. If you're subscribed to the Patreon, if you're a Patreon member... If you're a patron, subscriber, you can just fast forward through all this bullshit and just go right to the dawn of the planet of the war and just get right down to it. Fucking love doing commentaries. Commentary is so much fun. Our whole style with what we do here at BingeMedia.net is a lot of movie sites. They like to provide a lot of facts. Uh, We're more about like the rumors, innuendo, 
anything but the facts, that's what we're all about here at BingeMedia.net. Now, you will get some facts here and there sprinkled about, but we're more interested in dialogue that maybe they didn't have a chance to write or just flat out wouldn't write because it's just so silly. And we like to provide that dialogue during our commentaries. That's kind of our style. That's what we we like to do here at BingeMedia.net. You know what we also like to do? Fucking voicemails. We love voicemails. How about a couple of sounders to introduce you to our Google Voice segment? Let's call Google Voice. Ah, let's call that Mexican. Let's call Pete MC. Yeah, that drunken idiot. Oh, maybe I'll call 70. No. Eight four six nine five four six. Suck on my balls. Just suck my fucking balls. We got some voicemails. Oh, buddy, we have some voicemails. You sound very excited. Oh, well, I'm excited. Seven zero eight four zero six nine five four six. That's the number to call the binge cast to leave a voicemail. 708-406-9546. Leave a question or a review, they'll play it on the show. Unless we're drunk, play farts over it. Thanks for calling in, Baba Dick. Very nice. 708-406-9546. That is the Binge Media Google Voice number. You can call in. You can leave a comment, a review, a suggestion. A lot of questions come in. Hey, guys, if this movie and this movie got into a battle royale, which one would win? We don't do that kind of stuff. All right? We don't do matchups on this show. It's not the kind of thing we do. Jesus. All right, this first voicemail. Uh, let's see. I think, yeah, we did that one. Let's see. I don't even know what this one is all about. Hi, Chris. This is Tony, the auctioneer, calling to follow up with me coming back. Uh, we talked about doing that sometime late this afternoon or sure. this evening. Mm-hmm. Give me a call, please, at this number, the one I'm using now, which is 763. Oh, whoa. <laughs> no, we don't want to put that out there. Uh, well, I got a brother named Chris. He's my older brother. He's three years older than me. And uh, as far as I know, he doesn't run an auction house. But if he did, Tony, you'd be my guy. You sound great. You're following up. I like your follow-up style. The fact that you are following up, I think, sets you apart from the field of auctioneers that we have at um, the non-existent auction house right now. Maybe he was calling eBay, Tony. Maybe he doesn't understand that eBay's a online service. And he's just like, uh, eBay, the auction house? Yep. Um, I want to talk to Chris. Chris not there. All right, voicemail. Hey, eBay. Tony, the auctioneer. Your boy. Give me a call back. eBay's not going to call you back. It's a digital service, sir. Good luck. Good luck, Tone. All right, let's see what this one is. Unknown caller. An unknown caller. Hello, guys. It's Nate. Um, Been a long time. It's not actually been that long. I I feel like Nate's really going heavy with his accent. Hi, guys. It's Nate. It's Nate. I believe your name is Nate, not Knight. Called a couple of weeks ago, but the call didn't get played. Um, it was though, Wait, admittedly, what? it wasn't oh. that long. I did call a couple of, that long. I did call a couple of weeks ago, but the call didn't get played. Oh, uh, wow, controversy. 
controversy on the binge cast this week. You thought you were just getting the best of, uh, but you're also getting some controversy. Nate called in a couple of weeks ago. It didn't get played. Hmm. I'm going to talk to HR about that, Nate. Knight, as you call yourself, unknown cola. Talk to HR. These voicemails should be played every week. And I'm going to put in a disciplinary action request. To I mean, somebody has got to be held accountable for not pa- playing these voicemails, especially an unknown cola like Knight. Got your back, Knight. Um, it was, though. Admittedly, it was super sporty. And I think that oh, well, he there you go. Uh, hacked the Google Voice uh, network, the mainframe, um, did all the tappy-tappy on his keyboard, and he got it deleted from the system altogether. That is partially true. Now, Pete did hack the Google Voice Network and its mainframe. Uh, he did no tappy-tappy. He did laugh a lot, laugh a lot and then uh, piss all over the keyboard. So I think that's why they didn't play it. So Apologies, unknown Gola, night. There will be people held responsible. What's, I don't know. Because uh, we all, as we all know, he hates sports. Uh, that's a long-running joke on the binge cast. You, you, you know about it. I already um, just calling to say that I watched, finished, powered through the Netflix show Dharma. Dharma. Uh, quite enjoyed it. Um, I, I, he's a name that I've heard of a lot, but didn't really know too much about his his uh, antics. Oh, the fucking Jeffrey! I'm an idiot. I was like, I, I thought you said like Dharma. Like I. <laughs> I thought maybe Netflix did a reboot of Dharma and Greg. I thought maybe this was a spin-off, spin-off of Lost and the Dharma, what is it, Initiative, Collective, something like that. My ex-wife used to watch that show, which was an easy tap out for me. Like, if you're into this, I'm not. I got shit to do. That's what I thought it was. But it's actually about the serial killer, Jeffrey Dahmer. This is the uh, Ryan, whatever his name is, right, who did the Versace show and... What's his name? He does uh, American History X. He did that show with uh, Jessica Lange. That was a great show. Okay, I just typed in Ryan American, and that's not going to do it. Ryan Murphy, that's his name. It did come up, though. Look at that. Okay, making myself laugh here. Let's downplay it. Um, Evan Peters, I thought, was very good in the role. Played portrayed a serial killer very creepily. Um, I bought him in the role. Um but uh, overall, I don't know, it just lagged. I think it, it, it was 10 episodes. I think, think it could have been cut down to maybe six or eight. I think there's a little bit too much filler in there for me. Um, and uh, also think that maybe it was a little bit too sympathetic to him. I feel like they could have shown a bit more of the stuff he was doing to make him truly stand out as a monster. Um, aside from him being portrayed creepily, they, they just didn't. I don't think they played up the... the um, uh, the events that much or as much as I would have expected. Mm. Um, overall, it's like a seven on ten. Not a bad little watch, but but equally not not um, must watch. That's all I've got. Stay frosty, and uh, yeah, I've got some bad meat in the fridge. That's what the smell is. Bye. Hmm. Well, good luck to you, Nate. Good luck on your fridge. And it will stay frosty. I appreciate that. Now that was the Dahmer series review from from Night, the Unknown Gola, or as Google Voice likes to translate it as. The Unknown Cola. And uh, if you grew up poor like I did, uh, you had a lot of unknown colas. Now, it looked like a Coca-Cola can, and it smelled like a Coca-Cola soda. That's right, soda, not pop. Uh, But it wasn't. It was just the cheap version of that. It's kind of like getting bagged cereal when, you know, you don't have a lot of money growing up. 
I don't know why they figured, like, all right, just put this in a bag. Don't even fucking box it for those poor pieces of shit. I didn't fucking understand that myself. I don't know if I'm going to watch this Dahmer show. I'm not really into the serial killer stuff. Uh, I think it's super repetitive, and there's a morbid... I have morbid fascinations, don't get me wrong. Just serial killers isn't isn't it. It's not it for me. I, I think it's I think it's too much. You know, these fucking serial killers like killing and fucking raping and chewing people's skin and stuff like that. It's fucking disgusting. You know what I like? Cult leaders. Now that's what I like. Give me a Miscavige. Give me a double J, Jim Jones. Give me some fucking Kool-Aid. Give me some Nikes. You know? Give me a nice fucking uh Walmart. Great value, sweatshirt, sweatpants fucking look. That'd be nice. I can do that. I can fucking rock that. The Dahmer stuff, though. Richard Ramirez. Now, the Richard Ramirez Night Stalker series was pretty good because that focused on the detectives. And, you know, you rarely hear hear about the fucking detectives um, in a lot of these shows. And those guys were interesting on their own and how they tracked them down. How they fucking beat the shit out of people in the backseat of the car. That was great. That was a great show. Thank you, Nathan Peterson, for calling in. I will stay frosty. You stay frosty yourself, my friend. All right, let's go to this next one. What up, Beanscast? It's your boy. Really good time here. Hey, buddy. Um, calling in looking at full binge. And I don't know if you guys need some clarification. Maybe I'm wrong here. Maybe you don't. But, okay. uh. You know, Moreno described Jack Valley as a eunuch, and then you guys went on to discuss how that means he doesn't want to fuck girls or boys. And I'm just calling in to clarify that a eunuch is someone who has had their abadook chopped off. It has nothing to do with whether they want to. Oh, my God. Bruce. Bruce. Out of all the dumb shit we said in the full binge, fact-checking the eunuch, it's bad, bad. It's bad, bad, sir. There's no fact-checking in the binge cast. I already said that the commentaries that we love to do have no fa- – there's no factual basis whatsoever in our commentaries. It's all just made-up bullshit, and that's how we prefer it. Let's listen to the rest of your bullshit because I'm going to fucking fact-check you. I'm going to fact-check your fact-check. Abadook chopped off. It has nothing to do with whether they want to bang girls or guys. If you, if you don't have a fucking dick anymore – you're still going to want to bang girls or boys? Sorry. <laughs> that sounds weird. That was more of like the more of the Dahmer coming out of me. You're still going to want to fuck men or women if you have a fucking, if you don't have a dick. That was the point we were making. Girl, also, it was funny just to call those two boys eunuchs when they're not on the air and can defend themselves. Guys. That's the ideal place to talk shit is when somebody's not on the air and can't defend themselves. And then they have to text you whenever they get around to fucking listening to the show. That's comedy to me. That's the, now it's a it's a long payoff, and the payoff doesn't come on the air. Ugh. It doesn't. Oh, eunuch. The eunuchs can't even come, by the way. Uh, or maybe they do. Billy, good times. I haven't fucking finished the rest of your voicemail, but the payoff comes off air for me. That's hilarious. Hey, are you fucking talking shit. It's like fucking two weeks later. It's like what? Yeah, in the show two weeks ago, you called me a eunuch. Oh, that's right. That's right. I did. And then they have to explain, like, the context, because I'll just be like, I don't even know what you're talking about. And then having them explain the context to me, offline, by the way, right? Not on the show. That's funny to me. It's funny to me. Sorry. I'm a very peculiar guy. I'm going to fact check this fact, fucking fact checker after I'm this. I'm a group chopped off. It has nothing to do with whether they want to bang girls or guys. Sure it does. 
But maybe you guys knew that. Maybe I uh, misinterpreted what sure y'all were saying in that conversation. But I wanted to call and provide some clarification anyway. Um, I ain't watching shit, so that's all I got. All right, right, Bruce. So I did take the liberty of pulling audio from the full binge that he's talking about where we call Jack Valley, were we? (laughs) It was me. It was me. I'll say it was me. I called Jack Valley and Chad C. Unix because the boys were bringing up, and we'll listen to this right now, but the boys brought up Hotel Chevalier which is a like supplemental uh, fucking material special feature for the Darjeeling Limited, which is always fun to say and not sound drunk. But, um, yeah, you get a very nice Natalie Portman ass shot in that. Yeah, that's I mean, and they didn't bring that up. Well, in my drunken mind, I thought they didn't bring it up. They totally I'm sure they totally brought it up. But in the moment, it was just funny for me to say, fucking these fucking eunuchs implying that you know they had no sexual desires or anything like that i'm telling you bruce my example was very well we'll hear it right here why don't i just fucking shut up just listen to this my bad no 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 look it up there's a butt all about the art my bad in that movie so there's a, a butt uh i've never seen quick change uh gina davis randy quaid so it sounds like this is Quick Change versus the Darjeeling Limited. And I believe that was the first round, in the first round of the Bill Murray tournament. But uh, co-directed by uh, Bill, Bill Murray. <laughs> what were you laughing at? He co-directed it? Yeah, co-directed it. With who? Howard Franklin. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Howard Franklin did uh, the name you of... You see? Howard Franklin... Probably a lovely man. <laughs> Probably a very talented, lovely man. Probably has a nice family and everything like that. But Law just Law just hears Howard Franklin is me. He's just like, fuck that guy. You know why? Because it's funny. The Rose. Oh, no, he uh, wasn't right. Don't fact check us, please. Here, let's see what else he directed. <laughs> what, is, what, is, what is this? The Howard Franklin tournament? Fuck that guy. Good point, Law. Good <laughs> also, point. <laughs> I did a fucking commentary with Jack Valley and I believe Chad C. And neither of them brought up a fucking Natalie Portman butt fucking scene. And uh, no, it's not, it's not a butt fucking scene. <laughs> That's a whole different kind of movie. Howard Franklin's not part of that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but if there was, man, this show's fucking funny. I like this show. It's good stuff. Patreon.com slash binge media. No, there was law. Well, there was like this app, like after the movie was released. Yes, it's like a Wes feature. At some sort. Yes, released like I think maybe on the DVD. It's just like a short mm-hmm. with the mm-hmm. characters from yes, Jar- Darjeeling. Yeah, see, I don't even think Pete was drinking that night, and he can't even see the Darjeeling Limited. I was just going to refer to that movie as Slumdog Millionaire Part 2. Hey, fine. I was fucking not a hard media collector at that point. Listen, we're not yelling. I'm just trying to. uh, No, no, I agree. But I'm just saying, like, I was purely digital at that point. Okay, but you voted for the same movie. What are you fucking yelling about? It's it's fucking Darjeeling. By the way, you could take that clip of Law saying, you know, you got what you wanted. What are you yelling about? And that you could apply that to any binge cast. (laughs) Just a chance for us to yell. Oh, I'm yelling because fucking I did a commentary with fucking Chad C and fucking Jack Valley and those two eunuchs didn't even fucking bring it up. Eunuchs! Those two fucking Varuses. Alright, see, that was the example. Now, Varus is a character from the... 
for the TV show Game of Thrones. And Varys is a eunuch, allegedly. Well, he's a eunuch in the show. I don't know, in the books, maybe there's something else going on. But he's a eunuch, and so they mentioned this a lot in the show, that Varys is the most dangerous person because, you know, he's not motivated by dicks or pussies or butts. Sorry for our teenage listeners listening to this, but, you know, schools aren't teaching you these kind of things these days. You know what I'm saying? So leave it up to Uncle Al to do that. Two fucking <laughs> spiders. Yeah, so, you know, Varys is the, he's, he's called the spider, but, like, he's not motivated by sexual desires, uh, which is the polar opposite of what people in power who do have their dicks or do have their pussies or buttholes, that's what they are motivated by about getting more pussies about getting more dicks about getting more buttholes and power also power that's what motivates them that's all that's what i was saying bruce now bruce you're saying that was my counter argument to bruce with bruce saying eunuchs uh what did, let me just pull this up right here what does he say yeah that eunuchs don't want to fuck girls or boys i don't even i don't even know what you're talking about Yes, you don't have a piece, right? You don't have a piece. So I can't see anybody who doesn't have a piece being able to uh, desire the opposite or even the same sex. That's, that's, that, that was my, that's my argument to Bruce. Let's play the rest of this. <laughs> House eunuch didn't fucking bring it up. That would have been nice to know. Holy fuck! Right, no, it's thirteen minutes. It's called Hotel Chevalier. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. They definitely brought it up then. Ah! Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I no, no, no. I want Jack Valley to be a eunuch for the rest of my life. That's all I'm going to look at him as. He has no sexual interest whatsoever. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bruce. I I, I got to stick to my. Uh... A beach. <laughs> no, I gotta stick to my guns here. I, I just I believe if you didn't have any sexual parts that you would not have any sexual desires. So you would you would be motivated by power. Or in Varus's case, uh chaos. Which is a ladder, by the way. Alright, let's play this next one. Thanks, Bruce, for calling in, by the way. It's all that's all fucking it's all love. In the globe. It's Nate P with a stupid fucking bracket idea. Um, 32 films that none of you have seen. Wow. Oh. What's the best film that none of you... <laughs> oh, I love this idea. How fun. You've seen... It's a waste of time for everyone. This call's a waste of time for me and you. Um, but yeah, just 32 films none of you have seen. And let's see what the best film is and what bullshit you can come up with for an hour or two about each of the films you've yes. not... You get the idea. See you later. Bye-bye. I fucking love this idea. I love this idea. The ability to bullshit for 32 films that I haven't seen is an exciting idea for me. It gets my creative non-unic jizz flowing. Oh, sorry. All right, let's go to this next one. What's going on, boys? Billy Good Times here. I need you to help with something here. Wait, what? So... <laughs> What did you slur there? Um, boys, Billy Good Times here. 
I need you to help with something here. So, uh, Taylor Sheridan, let's yeah. talk about this for a second, all right? Cause okay. I've been drinking tonight. Oh, okay, that makes I'm sense. I'm also watching Mary Kingstown. I need to know whether my wait, hold on. What do you want to American? I've been what? drinking tonight. I'm also watching Mayor of Kingstown. Mayor of Kingstown. I need to know whether my fighting for this dude is justified or unjustified. All right? So let's lay it out here. Taylor Sheridan wrote on both of the Sicario movies. Mm -hmm. All right? Sicario and then Day of Soledad or whatever that movie's called. Uh, He was a director and wrote Wind River, Yellowstone, and Mayor of Kingstown. Right. Dude also starred in Walker, Texas Ranger, Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman, Party of Five, Sons of Anarchy, mm-hmm. and Yellowstone itself. Is this dude fucking amazing or what? Am I fighting yes. unjustifiably yeah, here? Yeah, or is no. this a justified, justified fight situation? It's absolutely justified. Because I feel like this dude has said a lot of good work, right? I'm yeah. not talking about Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman. Alex, calm down. I, I fucking right? like that show. Fuck off. Walker, Texas Ranger, sure, that fucking show's badass. Party of Five, ah, eh, whatever. All right, but Sons of Anarchy, Yellowstone, come on now. Wind mm-hmm. River, Sicario, Mayor of Kingstown. This is just putting out fucking baller shows yeah. and movies. Yeah. So uh, just let me know. Am I fighting unjustifiably, or is this a uh, fight justifiable? That's a lot of a lot of words there that probably don't make a lot of sense. Anyway, suck a bubba duck. Look, I'm doing this first thing in the morning. I got some coffee in me, and I was able to understand you, buddy. Your words were fine. Well, they, I, I wouldn't go that far. Your words were justifiable. How about that when it comes to Taylor Sheridan? Now, I think Taylor Sheridan might be one of our recent writer, directors, who maybe universally, I won't say loved, but, like, people respect because of the output, like you said. Now, personally, I know you called me out. I love Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. Love it. I Everything's right there in the title. You got a doctor. She's a medicine woman. Last name's Quinn. But I think, like, for the most part, like, film and TV fans fucking just love Taylor Sheridan. I do need to get into Yellowstone. I watched that first season. Didn't continue it. And I know they have, uh, was that 1842 or something like that, which is uh, the prequel. Sounds pretty interesting, but I don't know if he's, I don't know. I don't know if it, maybe it's too much Yellowstone-y stuff, if you see what I'm saying. Because he, he, he did the prequel and whatnot. And as far as I know, Yellowstone seems to be dropping off in its later seasons. I'm not sure. This is just hearsay. But, you know, Tom Maloney loves it. Bruce right here loves it. I know Eddie from Not Cali fucking loves it. I don't know, man. It's just I think the Kevin Costner thing, you know, for Pete especially, you know, that's going to keep him away. I'm not a huge Costner fan. I watched that movie with him and uh, The Highwayman, I think that was, with him and Woody Harrelson. And Kevin Costner just it couldn't be more of a dick. Like, he just looks like a fucking asshole. And, like, his acting isn't great. And Woody Harrelson just acted circles around him in that movie. But uh, I can see... How Kevin Costner might be the rub for somebody uh, getting into Yellowstone. But, uh, you know, Mayor Kingstown, you mentioned that. Walker, Texas Ranger, my wife loves that. Used to do her math homework watching those fucking shitty shows. Uh, She was a big Renegade fan, too. Um, But who wasn't? So, I think, universally, Taylor Sheridan is uh, well-respected. And we like his stuff and his output. 
And I don't even know. I mean, we did mention like Matt Reeves and Bad Robot and stuff that do a lot of quality output consistently. But uh, Taylor Sheridan is kind of a machine by himself. And I, I respect the fuck out of that. And I respect anybody that, you know, kind of goes up against uh, the Suns Motorcycle Club. You got to give him respect on that. You got to put some respect on that name. Thanks, Bruce. Hey, this is uh, Pete MC23 from uh, Movie oh. Fan Central. Oh, Pete MC23 from Movie Fan Central. Interesting. I used to know it as MFC, but I was an early adopter, so I can't call it that. Let's see what Pete MC23 has to say. Uh, I just wanted to call in with a little update on a little TV roundup. Uh, the only show I'm watching is uh, Kevin Can Fuck Himself. Nice. And welcome to Wrexham, the documentary show about uh, Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds buying a football team in Wales. And mm-hmm. here are my tap out updates. <laughs> I tapped out of Reservation Dogs. I tapped what? out of The Patient. I tapped out of Rings of Power. I tapped out of Dahmer. Oh, tapping out is so much fun. Cleans that goddamn wow. slate. Anyway. Uh, Alex, Jesus, what's happening? A... Oh, Don't nothing. I was just out there. What's going on? I yeah, uh, hope everyone answering voicemails, doing that kind of thing. PMC twenty three one is ready and gonna enjoy the thirty one days of horror commentaries coming at you either today or yesterday or tomorrow. Um, here at the binge offices, we're putting a lot of work into that and uh, trying to get all those done for you. So enjoy. So subscribe on Patreon. And uh, bye. Wow. Unbelievable. Unbelievable fucking voicemail segment. Unbelievable voicemail to end the voicemail segment with. 708-406-9546. That's the Google Voice number. You can leave a voicemail like these fellows did here. And uh, 31 horror commentaries for October. That's what we're doing. We're doing the first 10 on the regular feed. And the rest... You got to sign up for Patreon. Now, if you go to the Facebook group, the first 10 titles are listed there. It's also on the the regular Facebook page, the facebook.com slash binge media. But uh, the first 10 titles for the movies we're doing commentaries for, for October is there. And again, five bucks a month, patreon.com slash binge media. Go there. And then you also get all the previous content, right? All the previous full binges, all the previous tournaments and commentaries and things like that. So we're super, super stoked about the 31 Horror Commentaries. We've been talking about this for the last three months. The boys have been, and by, you know, by the boys, I mean Jim Law and Pete, they've been taking the helm and uh, inviting a bunch of different hosts on to join in on the Horror Commentaries. I've done a couple of myself, and uh, they're a lot of fun. They're a lot of fun. I will say on the outset, you guys probably already heard this now that it's already out. First time watching The Mummy this year. Universal's classic Mummy. 1932. Huge movie. Huge movie. But that was a lot of fun to, to uh, chop it up with the boys and, and watch that. And I'm looking forward to a couple of the other ones I signed up for. Which I'll be recording next week. Spoiler alert. Okay. Again, thank you guys so much for subscribing to the BingeCast and the full binge on Patreon. Got a lot of fun stuff coming up. In the next year, new shows, a lot of new shows coming up, and they may or may not be on the BingeCast feed. So make sure you pay attention to the Facebook page, the Instagram, 
And again, facebook.com slash group slash binge media. Great. Anyway, thank you guys for supporting binge media. And it's a special little treat. Let's go back to October 26, 2014, where myself, Jim Law, and one Amon Gilbert did a Merry Fuck Kill for the Ladies of Horror. If you are not a patron to our Patreon page, thank you for listening. And if you are a patron, we'll see you on the other side, all right? Okay, it is time uh, for us. A little game we like to call, like we invented it. Uh, <laughs> it's called Mary Fuck Kill. Yes. Uh, the horror, the ladies of horror edition. Yep. Um, we we struggled with how we were going to do this, whether we we're just going to do like last girls or, or at least heroes or, or like the bad villains. We just said, fuck it. Any woman that's ever been in a horror movie is up for grabs. Yeah. Yep. Pick one you'd like to marry, pick one you'd like to fuck, and pick one you'd like to kill. Yep. And I narrowed, I narrowed mine down to the ladies of the late 90s. Marano, did you narrow yours down to anything? Well, I narrowed mine down to the horror uh, genre, <laughs> as I know it. Like, I my <laughs> now let wow. me preface that by saying wow. I, my horror knowledge does not go as deep as your guys' uh, horror knowledge. Okay, well. All right. All right. So also, you picked what you knew, not not what you have heard of. Correct. Your your personal yeah. experience with horror. Like, would I pick Lori from Halloween? No, for none of them. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> no, neither three, neither three, uh, none of them. Ah, okay, well, that makes sense. Okay, well, I understand. Um, I I approached it this way. I approached it. I approached it that I wanted to. Only do movies that uh, that I liked. Oh, I didn't want to do a I... random fucking like shout out to a chick that appeared in a fucking horrible movie because I just didn't. It's not doing justice to. Because we're doing characters and not necessarily the actresses. Absolutely, absolutely. So I tried. Although to I kind of do both a little bit. Yeah. Well, then you suck. All right. Um, not do. You cannot do both. Okay, we're gonna do Mary first. Well, all, all right. three of us are gonna give our Marys because that's the most boring one, right? Although right. It, it probably takes the most explanation because this is a person that we want to spend the rest of our lives with. Right. Um. All right. In the horror world of ladies, yeah, Ammon, who is the one character oh. that you want to marry? Yeah, I put on the spot. I get to go first. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so I'm sticking with the horror of the 90s. 90s. Right. Um, watching a lot of shit the last couple of weeks, and the one that stood out that, you know, Mary, it's, it's tough, because yeah. you're right. you gotta, you got to spend your whole life with them. And and we talked about it last week, Law, where we briefly mentioned it. Like, all these chicks have some fucking issues. That's right. They're, they just got issues, whether they have issues beforehand, because they're getting... They have just weirdness. I don't know. Or they get the aftermath, mm. and you're fucking. You, they're scarred for life because right. they got you know where the, your Lori Strode, for example, that exactly. bitch's got baggage. Exactly. Um, but you know they, they gotta weigh all those in. Plus they gotta be you know attractive. Right. And um, gets he's grown old with this person. So I don't know. I just kind of threw it out there. It seemed like a good idea. It seemed to stick. I'm liking it. I'm going with uh, the Jennifer Love Hewitt. 
Oh. From I Know What You Did Last Summer. Oh, okay. Now, first of all, she's hot. She's got them titties, too. Because of titties. Yeah, she's amazing. And she's... But also... Now, check this. But, so, here's a chick who, before it turns into a horror movie... Yeah. She loses her virginity. She gives it up. And... And she doesn't give a fuck, and she lives at the end of the movie, which means she goes against all the rules that Kevin Williamson, who wrote this one, proclaimed to be rules from the Scream movies. Well, hold on. Was that a thing with you See, guys, whether they're alive or not at the end of the movie? Really good point, Law. Really good point. <laughs> it wasn't. I've thought, I, I thought about that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't. It, yeah. it turned out because I toiled over it, okay. and it wasn't. Okay, but go, go ahead, Ammon. This is Ammon's floor. But, but I kind of feel I, I, it sort of is, right? Because you're thinking, like, the baggage thing. Mm-hmm. If they alive at the end of the movie. But so she's is, alive. Oh, hold on. This, she has trust issues. She okay. blames Freddie Prince for Wait, killing hold. after her for a while. Oh, shit. So, hold on, dude. I didn't see that one yet. It's on my DVR. <laughs> hold, dude, okay, there's a couple things there. Yeah. She went out with Freddie Prince Jr., okay? Like, if you're marrying a chick and you know yeah. her sexual past, yeah. Freddie Prince Jr., I'd be thinking about that, like, every day. And that'd be but the I would think, like, I'm way better than that guy. <laughs> that guy's a fucking... I guess... Like, Arama. Well, like, yeah, I, she marries you, right? She's, yeah. she's putting a message out there to Freddie Prince she's Jr. Have, she's had both... And she knows what's up. So let's just say that. <laughs> That it only works in my in my favor. I'm like, you could have married Freddie Prince. You married me. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That I'm amazing. amazing. Also, your boobs are huge. She's fucking <laughs> really good to look at. That is yeah. so fucking. That hot. that adds more more of anything. But also, like, she has this hometown girl, like pure, like, like honest to goodness, like goodness. Even though she's fucking fucking dudes before marriage or whatever. I'm all right <laughs> yeah. with that. That's okay yeah. with me. Totally. And she's always like spinning around, yelling like, "What are you waiting for?" And her boobs are like, blah, 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 like <laughs> bouncing around. And that's awesome. <laughs> All right, Moreno, who are you marrying? Who? Who am I? Oh, the, that was a really good one, though. No, I really I, like I that would one. marry her. I would also and, put her on my fuck list, but whatever. yeah, well, she could have been. Oh. <laughs> Some of that she could have been Topanga, but I yeah, she could have been the Topanga, and I feel like the Topanga is that should be like the crown jewel almost, right? The trifecta. How many didn't pick Topanga? You're lucky Topanga never made a horror movie. Let's just say that, or we are, or did she? (laughs) And it's just called my home movie. No, I don't even know what that means. The horror movie um, Mary fucking killed her from the last. See, I went a little different, Ammon. I went a little different, and I and I actually went a little bit opposite between Mary and uh, Kill, I think. Uh-huh. Now, when I was thinking of Mary, I was thinking of, I want somebody, I don't want somebody who lives throughout the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh. And this might be a spoiler alert for some people. <laughs> uh, True. I don't want. I don't want somebody. I, I want a fucking crazy ass bitch. You why to marry a homeland? Yeah, a homeland? Mm-hmm. to marry in a homeland in a homeland style. Why do you want to wear a crazy bitch? You do this well, to yourself. I'm, you know that, I'm, right? I'm very glad you asked that question because I will explain myself. Uh, all right. Now I, 
I feel like I could change this person. <laughs> and I also feel like I can, uh, you know, I, I can be a fucking silent partner in this whole thing. <laughs> I'm going to go with Emma Roberts' character in Scream 4. Oh, my wow. God. That... You're marrying that bitch? That bitch yes, I am. <laughs> well, here's what I think. I think she's young. She's nubile. She's crazy. So I, I feel like I get a few good years before she turns the fucking knife on me. All right, uh, but here's what? the twist. The twist at the end of so she dies, right? Yeah, she dies in that movie. So yeah. are you marrying her? Like, before, like where is your marriage? See, but that's the thing, dude. That's the thing. Yeah, she's I, in high school, by the way. She's also eighteen, like in real life. Don't ruin this, Evan. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing that out there. Be, I'm just be careful where you fit your life in before this or after this movie. That's all I'm saying. Where I fit myself I, in. Like, she was in junior high. Now maybe it? maybe I'd die, and that's due to the Lord striking His wrath down <laughs> upon me. Maybe because of that. Marrying that bitch? That bitch is yeah. crazy. I know, right? I know. I love that shit. <laughs> Bro, that bitch, I like it. Oh, it's hot, but wow. Yeah, so I'm gonna go with that just because I know it's gonna be a wild ride, and I don't want it to be a one-time thing, and I don't want to kill her. Part of me wants to kill her. I'm not going to lie. I don't want to kill her. Part of me wants to kill her. But I won't. Do you, are you attracted to Emma Roberts? Is that like a lot of it? Yeah. She's hot as fuck. She's in yeah. American Horror Story season, by the way. She's in this season, too. She, yeah, she's very attractive. I mean, not even... I don't even know where that came from. That was a complete and utter surprise for me. Feel Thank you. Thank you. That was a good one in that it shocked both of us. <laughs> but, like, she – here's the thing. And, again, I want to stress that I don't want to go for somebody uh, who's going to make it out at the end of the movie because I feel like there's something wrong with her So you a lot more than the killer. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's so it's the killer. This, this is the thing. <laughs> Spoiler alert. It's just the killer. Um, hold on. This, this is the approach. Like, this, there's many different ways to approach this, right? So, Myrna, are you approaching this as – you're going to marry her, but the fucking events of the movie are still going to play out and she's going to be killed so you don't have to deal with her for that too like too much longer? I feel like I at some point during Scream 4, I, I could fucking change her a little bit. Oh, and maybe she won't kill her. So maybe your marriage will alter the ending of Scream 4. That's right. Maybe she won't go all fucking... But that is kind of the way I approach my pick. All right. All right. Whoa, what What's pick are you talking about? Jim Law? Well, that's the kind of way I approached it was like, if I married her, things would end up different for her and we'd go on to fulfill yes. a, a fulfillment. Yes. Okay. Right. okay. Yeah. That, that is the way I, I picked it. Um, ironically, Sydney was one of the very top of my list for marrying. From you know what? I thought about that and I said that bitch got some baggage as fuck. Too much baggage is right. <laughs> you don't want to go near that baggage. Absolutely. And one of the other ones on the top of my list for marrying was Nancy from um, Nightmare on Elm Street. But you got to sleep with that bitch every night, and she has the worst <laughs> dreams ever. Okay. She does. So yeah. Nancy's out. Nancy's out. Now look, I knew that there's one movie that kind of covers every kind of chick that I want in a marriage. Okay, and that movie is called Halloween. Oh. Halloween has every kind of uh, every kind of woman that uh, kind of you know whatever you feel like your taste for women is, 
And I approached it like fucking Goldilocks, okay? I put on a little fucking yellow wig. I walked in fucking Halloween. And I walked up the fucking... <laughs> I walked up to PJ Souls. She's too hot. Linda's too hot, okay? She's just way too hot. I walked up to fucking Lori Strode. Bitch is a virginal fucking tightwad fucking crazy ass bitch with fucking issues. Too cold. Too cold! Yeah. And then I saw Annie Brackett. Yes. And Annie mm. Braggett was just right. Oh, that's Annie funny. Braggett doesn't take nonsense. And I'm a big fucking, you know, I don't like nonsense. I don't take it. I don't fucking have time for it. Annie Braggett doesn't give a fuck. She's funny. She fucking, you know, she she just, she has a little bit of sex appeal. If you remember her fucking panty scene in the fucking laundry room. She's, mm-hmm. got that, she's not afraid to show it off. She's fucking smart. She uh, she gets killed, but whatever. I'm gonna swing in. I'm gonna marry that bitch. Take her out of fucking Haddonfield and start a life with her. I'm gonna marry fucking Annie Brackett from Halloween. That's oh, great. Shit. You know what? I I became a, I was obsessed with, like about a year ago. Uh-huh. Last Halloween season. <laughs> Just um, recently. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Like last Halloween season, I became obsessed with that chick. Yeah. And she's only been in like three other movies. One, Carpenter's original. Uh, Assault on Precinct 13. Oh, yeah. She's in, she's in that. She's in Halloween. Oh. She's in Halloween 3 as Tom Atkins' fucking ex-wife. All right? Yep. Yep. So, and then she quit acting. Mm-hmm. And she's not in anything else. She may be in one other thing, but that's it. That's pretty much it. So, like, sh- in her movie world, she's fucking perfect. She is. Now, she's in, mm. in the uh, Shout Factory's uh, fucking release of Assault on Precinct 13, yeah, She's interviewed about her role in this and all of her other movies because she's like, they basically were like, what happened to you after that movie? And why aren't you in anything else? And she was just like, yeah, it wasn't. She became a stay-at-home mom, stopped acting. She's fine as fuck, dude. I was obsessed with her. I was like, why is it? Hold on. I wanted to see every 80s movie with her in it. Turns out there's only like three of them. Yeah, hold on. I was like, damn it. In the interview, is she fine as fuck? Uh, well, she's fucking like in her sixties now. Dude. Oh, okay. Because Come I was on. thinking, I was thinking, much like the movies, when she gets around forty, I remake that shit with Daniel Harris. Oh, <laughs> oh dude, shit! That's your back door. She plays Annie Brackett in the remake, motherfucker. Oh my god, you got two chicks for your fucking your one Mary. That's a fucking brilliant move. Oh yeah. That's I think your different. first chick is hotter than Daniel Harris, but I think you're trading up by the 40. That's exactly. Yeah, when she gets too old, you just go, you go Daniel Harris. All right. Wow. Do you want to do fuck or kill first? Let's do fuck. Let's okay. go in order. Let's, okay. Let's Maybe fuck, kill. Uh, what order do you want to go in this one? Uh, I, I could go first. You want me to go first? I went last. Sure, you can go All first. Right. Ah, Jim Lai, you can go first. I'm fucking Jack. I don't know. All right. A much different approach to this. <laughs> okay um i just want the finest bitch i can find okay and i want okay. her in a movie that uh i enjoy watching and there is nothing she's flawless i don't give a fuck if she lives or dies because i'm gonna pop into that fucking off-screen moment i'm gonna fuck the shit out of her and i'm gonna leave and it had to be a more recent movie for me okay because i don't want no 70s bush marrying a 70s bush fine i don't want no big ass 70s bush i don't want i don't want an 80s bush 80s bush fucking exists people I wanted a recent fucking hottie that uh, I more or less have been obsessed with for a long time that I have met personally Ooh. and felt a vibe with. Oh, it's okay. 
and I think she's down for this one night stand. I'm going to pick, um, her name's Danny in the movie. Uh, she's played by Kelly Brook, and that movie is Piranha. Oh, fuck. oh shit! <laughs> Fucking brilliant pick, right there. <laughs> Fucking solid. That is my fuck. Uh, <sighs> I thought of that one too. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, we we didn't meet her law, and I I will say, um, she may be one of the most beautiful people I've ever met. <laughs> ever, <laughs> ever in the history of like no, meeting people. Of meeting just, people. <laughs> I'm like, no, just see seeing like a person that I've been face to face with and interacted with mm. yeah not just like seen in a movie or on a magazine like an actual person i've been in the same room with <laughs> she's probably the hottest person ever ever yep you're right okay i love her so nice. that's a good pick all right uh let's go ammon ammon all right so i'm sticking with the 90s now this chick has been in was in two of these uh stable 90s slasher movies uh-huh. what um, but she was also in some commercials, and I was obsessed. <laughs> Were they horror obs- commercials? Look at I was obsessed with this chick in the nineties. Okay. Um, so I'm going with Rebecca Gayhart, oh. who was the Noxima girl. Yes, and went on to star in Scream Two as a sorority whore and the killer in Urban Legends. Nice. I don't give a fuck about any of the things she does. In Urban Legends, she'd be killing fools. That's cool. You're hot as fuck. I want to fuck you really bad. She killed someone in real life. Did she? Yeah, she had no. an, she there was an accident where she killed somebody in it. Yeah. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was on Beverly Hills 90210 for a while, right? She was Dylan's fucking chick and she ended up dying on the show or whatever. But didn't she I'm gonna look that shit up right I'm now. I'm gonna look it up right now too, because <laughs> that makes me very look like, that that shit up, son. <laughs> Maybe I should have did some research before I picked this bitch. Um, but she's still really hot, and she was hot then. Uh, I just remember being obsessed with her, like uh, in that in that time area of my life in the late '90s, and how hot she was. Um, Here we go. Rebecca Gayhart killed a young child in an accident. Mm-hmm. Oh That's my right. god! Yep. yep. That's horrible. Well, I'd still nail her though. She's really hot. Yeah. Well, if you mar- you marry her before that, you take her. Away. I'm not marrying anybody. I'm fucking. Oh, I'm this is fucking right. This is fucking. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah, you matter. always want to put a ring on somebody, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it doesn't matter. Her real life shit doesn't matter. If it's beyond Scream Two and Urban Legends, it don't matter for me. In Rebecca those two Bellhar. movies, she's hot as shit. Also, when I saw Rebecca, I saw Urban Legend in that theater. Yeah. Her name. Oh no! It was Scream Two when her name Rebecca Gayhart came up. Yeah. Some assholes were just giggling like oh, little fuck Gayhart, <laughs> and I always remember that. But that has nothing to do with the pick. I would. She's just hot, and then not look at this is a chick who made commercials selling face cream. Yeah. Who went on to be the killer in fucking Urban Legends? Yeah, you know she awesome. got a good face. That's right. You just fuck her. Yeah. She's hot as shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm married to a chick that has huge boobs, so I just need a fucking chick who's really hot. Right, yeah, right? that's true. You don't got no boobs there. That's cool. That's cool. It's cool, S.A. I got that's it. That's all right. That's all right. All right, Moreno. I like fuck. how your old thing is like, I like. A, I don't want a fucking chick who's been convicted of manslaughter. <laughs> <laughs> it really gets me up. Yeah. Hey, baby, you been on trial? All right. <laughs> All right, uh, my my fuck is very simple. It's very simple. Mm-hmm. I went with uh, it was one of the first ones I thought of, 
actually, because my I am very uh, fish-like in my horror memories. Like, I don't go back that far. You know what I'm saying? Like, a very <laughs> sh- short shelf life in my uh, horror movie knowledge. <laughs> right? Yeah. Fish-like. fish-like is a great fucking word. I don't know. Thank you. Like. Thank you. All right. I'm going to go with the Friday the 13th remake. Oh, yeah. Oh. Juliana Guile. Oh, that's oh. amazing. And one of the greatest fucking scenes uh, that was in that m- movie. Yeah, she's fucking What? <laughs> but she's amazing. I For the last five minutes, I've just been uh, looking at Google images of her. And it's just fucking <laughs> she's am- she is amazing. It's just out of control. And uh, to my knowledge, has it been in a lot of things after that? No. Or before that? And I feel like in a snapshot of time, that is a perfect Perfect moment for me. That's a fucking perfect moment for me. Really good pick. And uh, she had really great tits. So what are you gonna do? Oh, they're fucking out of control in that movie. She. Oh, now I'm looking at images. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing, dude. It's it's just amazing. No, she. Look at according to her uh, IMDb, she's in that other shitty horror movie, um, Altitude, as well as The Apparition. Both of those. Oh, she's a fucking scream queen. So I'm, she has those, hold plus on. my uh, Super Psycho Sweet 16 made-for-TV movie. I found a GIF. Hold on. I'm just a, let me look at this. Oh, my God. <laughs> Altitude, more like shaltitude. You know what I'm saying? Because I shall get up in that. Oh, in that, too? Um, that is a great pick. She's amazing. I like that a lot. Just in All right. Out, so like let's, uh, let's just move on. And I'll start off the kill right. portion. Right. Since we all headed, you know, one of the categories off, we'll yes. go back now. Now, my kill, like I mentioned uh, with my Mary, is completely opposite. Mm-hmm. Now, you guys mentioned, oh, you might want Sydney for your Mary because she's innocent. She lifts her up. That's the first person I'm killing. I'm going <laughs> Sydney Prescott, oh and Neff Campbell, and Scream. Oh. I want her dead. I want her family dead. I want to do the whole like <laughs> untouchables thing. Why? I, I want her dead. I you want to fun. gut her like a fish. <laughs> yeah, I, she's so annoying. Oh my I god! What? And uh, you know what? I, as much as I like Scream Two, and it actually spawned my Mary. Uh, yeah. Oh, they're yeah. cousins. Oh. You're marrying and killing cousins. In succession, in succession, I'm killing the one that started it all. Sydney Prescott. Wow, you are the worst. I kind of uh, like. I kind of uh, see where you're coming from because she's the worst. She is kind of the worst, dude. After a while, she's just like really annoying. Like, how oh, is she annoying? I don't understand. She this. becomes like too much of a victim. Or like, ah, how- stop, stop chasing. A few minutes, a few minutes into that movie, you're thinking, yeah, you know, he kind of had a reason for killing everybody. <laughs> And wanting to kill her too. Give me that reason. I'm not what gonna is that be reason? with the reasoning. I'm just saying this. By the fucking third Face. or fourth movie, she's just too. She's kind of annoying. I'm just. I'm not gonna kill her. 
But I'm kidding, Candace. I see where Moreno's coming from. She literally just lives her life and gets phone calls. Like, how is she annoying? People want to kill her all the time. All right, whatever. That's fine. It's just weird to me that you You hate it. You marry the cop. You want to marry, like, the fucking, the chick that wants to be her, but then you fucking kill the original, the OG. Yeah, she pulled it off better. (laughs) Sometimes I like a remake better than the original. (laughs) And did you just watch the Scream trilogy to do the research on this? No, that shit's implanted in my DNA. Hey, son. <laughs> and by that I mean my group. My dick and I. I can't believe that is the that is the most shocking of your picks. Gone. Tell me she's not annoying in that first movie. She's not and at all. First movie, I if it was just the first movie, I'd probably marry her. Yeah, the baggage old the rest, of the rest of the series made me not marry Pacific Always Press hated guy. her. Always hated her. I fucking I've Scream always loved a, her. The first scream is one of my Top twenty favorite movies of all time. And you wanted to kill I've her. always hated her. <laughs> I thought she was just fucking awful. Oh my god. She's horrible. So I, I didn't find any I, I did not empathize with her whatsoever. I, I think she's so like Billy, stupid. you need to kill her ass now. Do it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. her first. All right. It's a scream, baby. And I was like, Yeah, you got it, Matthew <laughs> Littler. I'm on your side, dog. Oh you my and god. Billy. That was amazing. That's an amazing pick. You're an fucking. You're an angry man. Right? You're an angry man. Kill one, of, one of the sweethearts of horror films. You just kill yeah. her. Sweethearts, my ass. <laughs> All right. This is the hardest pick for me. Okay, I was. Oh, too. I was so fucking hard. I didn't know. I was trying to fig, figure out what annoys me the most in horror films, and it was like, is it just because she's a villain? Like. Honestly, one of the top names, and I don't want to spoil this in case it was Ammon's picks or whatever, but was, and you brought her up already in the podcast, fucking Glenn Close and Fatal Attraction. She's fucking oh. crazy. Yeah. I hate her. Um, and I'm like, if you if, if you just started a fair, do you start an affair with a chick as fucking <laughs> ugly no. as Glenn Close? Okay, but no. I, 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 no, I said no. That's too that's, that Look, that's the biggest problem with that movie, is that she is she's not. She's so big, fucking but ugly, right. Okay. She's ugly as shit. I, I didn't pick her. Okay, I tried to get like, do I want a chick that just screams and is fucking useless the whole time? I'm not gonna pick a fucking sweetheart like Sydney Prescott. <laughs> I'm gonna pick someone what? that has so many things that get under my skin. She's an overbearing cunt. She's fucking just a wreck uh, socially, personally, and she loves fucking religion. I'm picking. Margaret White, the mother from Carrie. Oh my god. Because that's fucking great pick. I cannot stand this fucking bitch. And I I hate anybody that even resembles her way, uh her lifestyle. I cannot stand these overbearing fucking religious parent fucking types and I can't stand her in this movie and it's You know what though? It works for both movies. It does. And it I does. Hate, and I hate them just as much. I hate them yep. both just as much. Uh, yeah, I'm killing fucking Carrie's mom. That's my wow. You know what's funny, Law? You married a chick who became two chicks. You're also killing a chick who became two chicks. She could become two chicks. I I don't want to kill Julianne Moore so much, right? But but her character's the worst. I will kill her if I can kill her. In that movie, you can kill her. That'd be all right. She's not Boogie Nights anymore. She's fucking Carrie. Yeah, that's That's a good pick. I guess I'm up. Um... Oh, Sydney Prescott. Still throwing you off? <laughs> Still throwing you off a bit? No, but you know what? 
Gail Weathers is a dead whore to me. Oh, what the fuck is going on? Why do you guys hate the Scream Girl so much? No, listen. Gail <laughs> Weathers. One of them. Gail Weathers is a fucking cunt, and she is a cunt throughout the entire series. That's you, true. There's nothing that's to true. like about Gail Weathers. Yeah, yeah, that's she true. She is the worst. She's fucking all about her career. She doesn't give a fuck about anybody. She only gets with fucking Dewey because she thinks he's going to fucking get a lead on a case. She doesn't care. She doesn't give a shit. The second movie, she hates her cameraman. He's freaked out because the other cameraman she had got his fucking slit throat, his neck slit. <laughs> Does she give a fuck? Does she have any sympathy? No. Point the camera and shoot. Murr. It's stupid. And by the end of the fucking fourth movie, all, she's married to Dewey. They hate each other. She's a fucking wants to be on top of the world again. Also, her look in the fucking fourth movie and her look in the first movie, even though there's like 15 years difference, she looks exactly the same. That's mm-hmm. weird. That is weird. That's fucking weird. I hate fucking Gail Weathers in the series. Oh, my God. Hate her. This is like the scream edition of Mary Fuck Kill. Like it's. I took. Listen, I told you. I picked the fucking nineties. I picked the fucking late nineties. I got Urban Legend. I know what you did last summer and Scream and Scream Two. All these are my picks. She's the worst. She's the fucking. I would look at. I'd fucking kid killing killer from Urban Legends before I'd even touch Gail Weathers. <laughs> the real wife killer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow. Well, that still makes more sense than, than killing Sidney Prescott, I have to say. <laughs> Moreno has just got some fucking wound up rage for Cindy Prescott. It, it doesn't yeah, she sense. sucks. That's all. <laughs> oh, no, it makes sense, Law. Look at this. He marries the chick who hates Sydney because yeah, I just I just needed to wait uh, a couple of generations. That's yeah, all. You're like, do you even realize that those two are on the same fucking TV show? JLH and fucking Nev Campbell? Oh, yeah. That's true. Uh, <laughs> you got connections all around on your fucking... Connections. <laughs> yeah. Eskimo brothers. <laughs> oh, I'm just thinking the connection that Moreno is with his wife who wants to kill Sidney Prescott, and Moreno does it for her. This is true. Yes. I like that. See, he's this very smart move on his part. He's... Is just doing his wife's bidding. That's all he's doing. All the all the drama between the the girl that he wants to kill and the girl he wants to marry. He just that I understand why he just wants to get away and fuck uh, Junior Juliana Guell. Like he, yeah. I would just be yeah. fucking. You end up marrying her because the drama between those two. Yeah, it's fucking too much, right? It's too much. So I so when you brought up Juliana, can we have like runner ups? Because. <laughs> I think this should be an honorable mention. Sure, you can you can mention uh, other. This is a runner-up honorable mention for fuck because the Julian Gill reminded me of this chick who is fucking amazing in the one horror movie she's in and also the television show where she ended up showing her goods off. Uh, oh. Alexandra Daddario from Texas Chainsaw. Oh, oh yes. Yes, yes, he was at the top of my list. It's the greatest reveal of the fucking 21st her, century. Actually, Moreno's pick, Moreno's pick and her were two of the top That's reminded that, me. That, like, that came to no, my mind. That chick? And she's, look, at, I recently saw Texas Chainsaw, just if we're sticking with horror. Even though she doesn't show him off, mm-hmm. like, 
they're amazing in that movie. Like they they win an Academy Award for best act supporting actress. Absolutely. It's those and she doesn't even need to show them, and they look fucking fantastic in that movie. And Jessica Biel also was fucking hot in her Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's true. Yeah. yeah, she was up for grabs. Hey, you know, I always thought that uh, Sarah Michelle Geller and I know what you did last summer was really, really fucking. She hot. was really she odd. Was, uh, she was also in Scream too. Mm-hmm. 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 Scream also. That's what I call it. You could have, you, you could have kept the Scream fucking theme going for this. this <laughs> yeah, game. I could have. <laughs> brought him, What's wrong the Holy fucking! That is awesome. That is awesome. That is uh, there's some great. Sweet, we're gonna have some overlap. I was so fu- yeah, I was too, and I'm so pleasantly surprised by you guys' picks. I love how we didn't tell each other beforehand because I'm blown away by some of your picks. <laughs> I know Sydney Prescott is literally like I don't, I, don't know. Even, I can't wrap Sydney my mind Prescott, around it. Sydney Prescott or her younger cousin? I can't. I don't know which one's more shocking to me. I think the the Prescott one, the Emma Roberts one, I was kind of like, that is just out of nowhere. And then right. he kills, he kills the fucking <laughs> yeah. main hero. Sidney Prescott kills fucking Emma Roberts in the fourth movie. I'm going with the whole like, meta thing, dog. I'm going with the whole meta thing. You're mad at Sidney Prescott for killing Emma Roberts in part four. Is that what you're mad at? Because <laughs> you married her, right? Like, that's your wife. It yeah. all makes sense now. I'm you, saying it, She dude. killed your wife. <laughs> I tried to rewrite history over here. What's up? It all ties to Scream 4. (laughs) Why does Scream 4 have to be the most important movie of this game? Also, I killed Scale Weathers in Scream 4. I'm just going to throw that out there by the end. (laughs) Don't put this all on me. (laughs) Scream 4. That's what we played Mary Fuck Kill with, apparently. <laughs> Basically, yeah. We could have played Scream. We could have, too. I guess so. There's enough, right? There's some good. There's Hayden, some Hayden in that, too. Yeah, yeah, she's in there. And uh, fucking uh, Marlo, Marley Shelton. Marley. What's that bitch? Like that <laughs> chick? Marley Shelton. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the chick from fucking uh, Community. Yeah, and Mad Men. What's her name? Allison Bree. Yeah, she's Mar- in that shit, too. Married her, too. Oh, what's like her. That's nice. Holy fuck. Next year, we'll do the Scream edition. Although, this year kind of nailed that. Yeah, well, uh, what, is what is left? Which I'm fine with. Totally fine with. I think I next year that we'll totally be in different parts of our life. And we could have all different picks if we wanted to. We really could. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the BingeCast on BingeMedia.net. To listen to the full binge, subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash BingeMedia. BingeMedia patrons will get access to the full binge, the BingeCast's four-hour show on a private RSS feed, and they'll get it a full 24 hours before it hits the public RSS feed. BingeMedia patrons also get other perks, so check us out at patreon.com slash BingeMedia. Subscribe to the BingeMedia Podcast Network at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, the full binge.